0: Yeah, there's the other thing you have to bear in mind is that this is only actually the second ever broadcasted mm-hmm. coronation mm-hmm. in the UK.
1: Yeah, which is kind of insane when you and think about last it. Last
0: time was the 1950s, so yeah. it was not exactly.
1: It wasn't HD. All the fancy
0: angles. It wasn't UHD like we watch today. Close-ups <laughs> of Harry obscured by Princess Anne's hat. Things. <laughs> like. No. Greetings, peasants, and welcome back. This is Hymn Partial, the podcast where we talk all things church music. I am Lady Card Peregrino.
1: And I'm Lady Monefunga, and today we are royalists. Just kidding. Today we are looking at the hymns and songs that were performed during the coronation of King Charles III at first.
0: Welcome if you're new we're two crazy ladies who live in Scotland and love to talk about church music and if you love church music too subscribe to our YouTube channel like and share this video or even better head over to himparshal.com where you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter. This is really important because we are absolutely positive that YouTube has been limiting our notifications and just not telling people about our new episodes. So the best way for you to catch up on all our episodes is to sign up to our weekly newsletter so that we can deliver the episodes direct to your inbox plus bonus content, by the way. Um, And that just prevents us from losing touch and you guys not getting all the good stuff that we bring you. So, subscribers get first access to our bonus content. Another good reason to sign up to our newsletter at himpartial.com. And this week, we will be considering the question, should Christians pledge allegiance to the king?
1: Ooh. Also at himpartial.com, you can find links to all our social media and our Ko-fi page, where you can support this channel financially by joining the Wesley Watts or Crosby membership tiers. We are very clever. Um, consider supporting us today. It really, really helps.
0: Yep. So we've just watched the Carnation this morning-ish afternoon because it went on a lot longer than we it thought it was.
1: very long. <laughs> it's
0: like two hours, guys. Yeah. The whole service that is. That's not including like half hour procession beforehand. And I, they're probably still going now, like wherever they're going. Yes.
1: And we were just watching it. I can't imagine being in my 70s and having to actually stand and sit mm. and recite and hold. Do you know and-
0: I was wondering? I was like, when did they get lunch? Right. I was just wondering because I was like, the guy's seventy-four. Communion. Communion. That's it. You got like a little square of bread and a sip of wine, and he's like, that's got to do me
1: for the day." it. Uh, look, they train them hard. Those royals. They they
0: set that one kid on the balcony. <laughs> oh, no. There was a kid when they did the balcony thing, and it's Camilla and Queen Camilla now. Queen.
1: Well, and, I guess she always was. No. Yeah, I mean, it was before she was crowned. Just like he was king before he was, coronated. Um, I'm British I've mixed feelings about
0: Camilla um, anyway Her Majesty the Queen Consort anyway the kid beside her on the balcony was absolutely hilarious we really oh, like, yeah. he looks like a Ned and is like what street did you pick this kid off of
1: he was av- he was obviously having a good time. He was enjoying, He's like... like,
0: cracking his knuckles, yeah. waving at people, he was like, fluffing looking his around, hair, like, leaning over the balcony. Yeah. And he wasn't even, like, six or something. This kid looked like he was maybe 12 or 13. Yeah. And all the other page boys on the other, on the other side of Char- King Charles are, like, they're immaculate. They've got yeah. their hair all done and they're just oh, yeah. standing in a pristine. And you can tell that they've been trained to do this. Oh, yeah. And then this other kid's just, like, cracking his knuckles he and being like, Come out, look, look,
1: look. He stole the show when it's they so got to funny. the balcony. He really did. It's really going to be a meme it. for life. It is. Yeah, it's really fun. I mean, Car and I got together with our husbands and we um, gathered around the television and we watched and we made lots of commentary. And mm-hmm. it was really fun. And some of you guys who follow us on Instagram, you might have seen our Instagram live where we were kind of teasing this episode. We literally were really looking forward to it for weeks and weeks mm-hmm. um, recording this episode because why not? Look, you don't have to be a royalist to care about the coronation. This is just one of those things that, in terms of Western history, doesn't happen that often. So
0: It's 70 years since the last one. Like 70 years in June, July. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So it's been a while. It's 90, yeah,
1: 1953. My mom was years. like,
0: isn't it crazy that there are people who have lived their entire lives and never seen a coronation? Yeah. No, like lived their entire lives, but like being born, lived and died yeah. in the space of yeah. like, that's all they've ever known.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It was even interesting too. We've been saying this for months since um, Queen Elizabeth II passed away, that it's weird to hear His Majesty, His Majesty um, and even one of the songs we'll talk about later, like hearing them say "king" instead of "queen," it was like you missed a step going down. Like you're like, oh, oh, okay. Like mm. it's just that, like, no, we we said it wrong, or they've sent, they've they've done it wrong. So that's going to be a huge cultural shift. Mm. It is a huge cultural shift, and will continue to be a huge cultural shift. I think for Britain over the next wee while, while he is reigning, and yep. and his son as well. In fact, I think all of the next in line.
0: Our boys. Our boys.
1: Yeah, which is weird because it means we're going to have a king and a queen.
0: Whereas before we had the queen and the Duke of Edinburgh. Yeah. Which is the next thing down from like royalty, but it's still not royalty.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, Just so you know, for those of you watching us on YouTube, you might see this beautiful photograph or this beautiful flag behind us. (laughs) Of King if you're Charles not watching III. on
0: YouTube, you need to go on YouTube and just open the videos so that you can see his face because it's absolutely hilarious. It
1: is. I mean, I wanted to get some stuff to decorate for today, and I went to my local ASDA. Um, our local ASDA, mm-hmm. and they had a like a small, a very modest section. Look, we're in Scotland. I'm not sure that the... I was
0: surprised how little
1: there actually has been in the shops. Yeah, jobs. It's, it was a little section. If you go to Marks and Spencer's, they're like, the king is being coronated. Here's coronate coronation napkins, coronation Biscuits toothpicks. Yeah, everything's yeah, coronation. Like all sorts. But in ASDA, it was a little tiny like edge of an aisle, you know, mm. like the edge of an aisle. And anyways, it was like get the official King's flag, coronation flag, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and it was 4 pounds, and I was like, "You know what? This is too amazing. Look at his face. This is an official. You guys, if you're not watching on YouTube, this is an official bit of merchandise for the king. And he somebody on his team approved this photo of him looking like he just got punched. In the gut and then had to take a picture. <laughs> he just looks so like... He looks pained. He looks so pained.
0: He's like, I'm smiling. I promise I'm smiling.
1: I mean, Lord bless him. He's se- he's 74. He's lived a whole life. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I guess I'm getting coronated now. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Ugh. So, anyways... Yeah, so again, you guys watching us on YouTube, you'll see like we have the whole thing. We've got tea or teacups. We cups. have our Tetley teapot. Tetley teapot. Because
0: that is a British thing. Yes. Tetley tea.
1: And we've got some really nice like what is this ivy kind of teapot uh, teacups tea with saucers because we're that saucers. posh. Today. We're so posh. I don't know if you saw me taking a sip with my pinky up. We've also got some, remind me what these rings are called. They're little biscuits, they're called
0: party rings. And like any kid from the UK knows that these are like the thing to have and then on the bottom tier of our little cake stand we have battenberg cake Mm -hmm. which is like an angel cake wrapped in marzipan Mm -hmm. and it's significant one because it's just so tasty (laughs) two because it looks pretty and three because their royals were actually mount
1: battens before they were windsors Mm, that's very true if you watch the crown you know this This is where i get all my information from is the crown a netflix series just (laughs) (laughs) kidding i also get it from wikipedia Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, the coronation was really, really fun. Um, it's one of those things that, I mean, we said this when we watched the, um, Queen's funeral, um, but I was just quote unquote just there last July, and they actually have like a free service. I don't know when that. This that'll, is
0: in Westminster Abbey. This is a, what? Yeah, which well, is the church where he got crowned.
1: Yes, I was just so. I was, first of all, I was just in London in last July, and we I would never done any of the touristy things, um, but we had walked from Buckingham Palace to uh, the London Tower. No, not the London Tower to Big Ben. Which is right across the way from London Tower. But we walked all the way to Big Ben and Big Ben is right next to Westminster Abbey. So I've actually done this walk Mm -hmm. that uh, that all of the procession took place in Mm -hmm. both for the Queen's funeral and today. And it's it was just surreal to watch all this happening when I was like, I was just walking mm. there, Like a friend visiting from California was with me, and we were just and we went to Westminster Abbey for their Friday hymn sing. That's what they call it. But it is totally like one of those evangelistic things where they're like, come for a free hymn sing, but it's literally just a full service. <laughs> and at the end, it's like you all stand up and sing a hymn. Now, if you've ever been to an Anglican service, it's like, literally all of it is lit- liturgicized what is the word to say there i don't know what the right Liturgized. word is but like it's all it's yeah. all
0: like written out for you like yeah. call and response yeah and the whole the whole thing's kind of scripted it is almost. it's a
1: full script it'll be like so and so is going to stand up and it like will tell you when you guys mm-hmm. chant things together or sing things together and like without getting into trouble you know that i enjoy like some of this some of this kind of you know tradition because mm-hmm. Baptist, we don't have that, or at Mm -hmm. least it's not kind of universal. Anyways, at the end, we all sang and it was really nice, but it was literally in the same room where everybody was doing their thing today. Like I was walking on the same floor and like participating and worshiping the same God. And so it's just really kind of cool, like to have that such a recent memory of being there where these kind of historical things have taken place mm-hmm. and are taking place, and to to feel that kind of connection with it, because I'm not British, mm-hmm. and maybe you know British people are a teensy bit more patriotic on a day like today. I don't know, um, but I don't have. I'm I'm not. I'm not swearing my allegiance to the king but we'll talk about that in our bonus episode so anyways that's just my little kind of aside that it was kind of nice to see it again like all done up and see that procession happen Mm -hmm. on the exact same streets that we had walked like Mm -hmm. um just a few months well i guess now almost a year ago yeah yep Very cool. i've never
0: been there to that particular part of london so We'll have to take you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of London, just saying, like, it's just too big.
1: It's big and busy, but it's okay yeah, big for, and busy short, for short amounts of time. It's okay to visit. I mean,
0: if I was, like, going there for a reason and I was like, I just want to see these sites and yeah. do the fun thing, and I went in a time that wasn't tourist season, like in the off season, I think it would be okay, it'd be kind of fun. But when I think about when I lived in Edinburgh and just, like, how busy that was, I think London's even bigger I have been to London I just I, I'm not a fan of crowds Basically Crowds in big cities Are not my thing
1: And Cara is an old, old lady In a young person's body
0: I'm <laughs> older than Her Majesty Queen Camilla <laughs> Inside
1: On the inside in the On inside. the inside Anyways, to the songs That's why you're here You want to hear us talk about music Because that's What this podcast is about <laughs> Um So yeah, I mean, there was a lot of music. There was a mm. lot of music today. Most of it happened before the coronation even began.
0: I was kind of sad because we we put the TV on at some point during the procession, I think, to the Abbey, right? Yeah. But they weren't playing the music at that point or no. they weren't broadcasting it, which was a shame. Because yeah. I looked up some of them beforehand and there was a couple of them that I was like, oh, that composer's quite good. I would like mm-hmm. to hear what they did for this yeah. Oh, so I'll look it up later, I guess.
1: I think I counted, like, they're in... Because the um, Royals posted of detailed, I mean, like, it is 50-page long. We
0: put a link in. Yeah. It's well, the, basically the order of yeah, service. Yeah, it's the, the order of thing. service
1: for everything. Like, all the details are there. And it's really nice. Like, again, I really appreciate the detail. Mm. But apparently there were, like, 21 songs that were being performed at the Abbey before the coronation even started. So it was really good music. Um, some Handel, some Bach like a lot, a lot of different composers Um, from a
0: lot of different eras as well, like it spanned quite a long time
1: Yeah, and just a general comment the choirs and the orchestras that were there or the orchestra stroke horn players, I mean it was like an ensemble of different kind of groups were fantastic. They were yes. so good. They
0: they were picked from the best of the best, basically. Yeah. There are different um, orchestras that the the now king and queen patronize, mm-hmm. and um, I think they picked the best from those. So there were like people from Canada, people from the Commonwealth, as mm-hmm. well as like there were some Welsh singers, yeah. which we'll get to, and there were like um, Philharmonic Orchestra, the Royal Philharmonic. There's was, there was a whole bunch mm-hmm. um, all brought together. And I thought they did a smashing job because a lot of these people wouldn't actually have played together before. No. They're all from different places, different orchestras and stuff and different yeah. choirs. And they just they did a fantastic job.
1: And I can imagine their practice time was very limited because of <sighs> their geography and just... And the
0: stress of it. Like, I remember yeah. being in orchestra and, like, just how much time goes into rehearsals and how much stress goes into getting it right on the night and stuff. And that's not even for something as important as a coronation. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so under the pressure, they did really well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just wonderful musicianship. Again, when I was there last year, (laughs) there was a choir actually singing or leading the singing. And the acoustics in that building are amazing. Mm -hmm. So like we're hearing how beautiful it sounds through mics. Yes. But in that build, I guarantee you it was like haunting, like Mm -hmm. how beautiful it was. Um, So yeah, let's get into it. Mm Mm-hmm. Clara
0: All righty. <laughs> so um, the first song when the king arrived was called "I Was Glad," and it was by Sir Charles Hubert Hastings Paddy. very English name, very long name. yeah. um he composed it for the carnation of Edward the Seventh in nineteen o two. And it's a version of Psalm 122. Now, the significance of that is that Psalm 122 has been used for the procession of kings into coronations, apparently since the 1600s.
1: That's some good history.
0: I assume queens as well. I'm not sure. Hmm. I assume so. Like coronations are pretty standard, right?
1: Yeah. No, I'm saying like I don't think I don't think that um, that uh, Queen Elizabeth II would have excluded.
0: Mm. Well, yeah, there's the other thing you have to bear in mind is that this is only actually the second ever broadcasted
1: Mm -hmm.
0: coronation Mm
1: -hmm. in the UK. Yeah, which is kind of insane when you think about it. Last
0: time was the 1950s. Yeah. It was not exactly it wasn't all HD. the fancy angles. It and wasn't HD like and we watch today. Close-ups <laughs> of Harry obscured by Princess Anne's hat and things.
1: <laughs> <Like>. No, <laughs> no. So, in honor of this um, historic song um, that was played during the per- procession and what it was based off of, I think we shall read Psalm one twenty-two, Caro. Sure, you want me to just read through the whole thing? Yeah, read through the whole thing, why not?
0: All right, Psalm 122. Uh, Let's go into the house of the Lord. A song of ascents of David. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem built as a city that is bound firmly together to which the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as was decreed for Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. There, thrones for judgment were set, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they be secure who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. For my brothers and companions' sake, I will say, peace be with you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a really... Like this came out like throughout the coronation, but this mm. starting off this procession with this hymn is really fitting because you have this call to come to the house of the Lord. And the procession is into the Westminster Abbey, which is a church. It mm. is. It functions as a real church all week long. Um, and throughout the coronation, you you understood like, okay, there's a lot of kind of like pomp and like, you know, whatever in this particular ceremony. However, it is in word and I want to say indeed a recognition that that the king is a subordinate king yeah. to the king of kings. And everything, all of his pledges and all of this is all like in reverence to God. And obviously you have in this psalm, you have, you know, um, their thrones for judgment were set, the thrones of the house of David. And it's kind of like even in this psalm, the recognition is that like the throne mm. is 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 a earthly kingship. Yeah, it's not the throne of so God.
0: There was a degree of controversy over this coronation because believe it or not, it was fairly low-key for a <laughs> coronation. <laughs> Monet was looking at me like, you're being sarcastic. I was like, no, this, is, this was... Charles did decide with the cost of living crisis and all the energy prices going up and, and food banks and stuff. He's like, let's keep it low-key. So that was low-key. Um, but the interesting thing was that... I um, lost my train of thought there. Oh, yeah. For all that... Um, Charles was criticised for wanting to have a more modern take, Mm -hmm. Um, it was remarkably biblical. There's a lot of scripture read, a whole bunch of the songs were based on Psalms, Mm -hmm. like there was a lot in there that was kind of like, okay, even so, so there was a, there was some degree of controversy as well over Charles because he wanted, the the monarch in the UK is called the defender of the faith Mm -hmm. as in the Christian faith. And he was talking about changing it to either defender of faith, as in just general faith in whatever, mm-hmm. or defender of faith, su, so, plural. Um, but they actually said I noticed during the the thing they said defender of the faith. And they also did you hear that bit where he's talking about upholding the Protestant Reformed? Um I'm jumping ahead a little bit in yeah. the service, but he talks they the oath includes upholding the Protestant Reformed tradition. Mm-hmm. Um And I was like, hmm, they've kept that. That's really interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was very similar to just a normal service at the Westminster Abbey, except obviously there's this whole bit in the middle, which we'll get to Mm -hmm. in terms of, um, you know, in specifically dealing with the king. Um, But, you know, there was kind of... it. It kind of felt just like a long—you ever been to, like, a a baptism service or something at your church? And it's like, it's a regular service, but then you have to break out because it's like a special baptism, you know? So it it kind of was like that in a little bit. Like, obviously, it's about the king being blessed and coronated, um, which we'll get to in a second. But it did—the whole thing from beginning to end felt like, yes, he's the king. Yes, we should have reverence for him because— He's the king, but he's the king because of God. And he is being like the whole um, kind of sacredness of it is not sacred because of the king. Mm -hmm. It's sacred because the king is going before God. He is, as the psalmist saying, you know, going to the house of the Lord.
0: And in that bit where they they gave him a Bible and then he does his oaths things... That he does and he does it on the bible but when they present the bible to him they say all these things about it and one of the things i noticed they said was that this is law the law
1: mm-hmm. yes and i was
0: like that's really interesting <laughs> as well yeah. because it's this acknowledgement that they talked about it the lively word of god so the living word of god mm-hmm. and it is law and i really liked that because i was like yes it is yeah and you can wear all the gold robes you like but if you're <laughs> not, you did. yeah, but you, you're subject to this yeah. and you sit under it and you're, you're under the same judgment as the rest of us. You yeah. can't just like do your own thing. And I kind of liked that they yeah. brought that out a little bit or maybe I just noticed it. I don't know.
1: No, I, I think that's a, that's a really important thing that you said there. And and it really, I mean, we'll talk about it as we keep going through the, the songs and the, and the um, ceremony. Um, but yeah. I did feel that there was reverence to God, and and again, it might have just been lip, lip service. But the Some quiet
0: definitely was. Oh yeah, but I mean, <laughs> the like, Prime Minister reading the Bible. I was like, oh my yeah. goodness, is this the first time you've ever opened this book?
1: Yeah, but that was an interesting uh, submission too, mm. because even the even the parliamentary figures that are you know supposed to be like hands across the world, like multicultural whatever Mm -hmm. like when it comes to the law of the land they still have to submit to this this wording they still have to submit to the word Mm so anywho
0: we should talk about the music yes we (laughs)
1: yes let's move on these are just some interesting things
0: interesting things and I I think because like a lot of our listeners are American like there's a lot that you might just look at and go oh hey it's like some parades and some nice music and some nice clothes and then they put a funny hat on him and then boom Mm -hmm. he's king Um, but there's like years and years of tradition Mm -hmm. and because of the way our country is going, which is in a very, very not Christian direction, mm-hmm. the fact that this was so, so, like there was so much scripture and that it was, yeah, there were so many biblical elements to it and allusions to scripture and stuff. I think that is significant. And if you don't live here, you might not kind of yeah. grasp that. Anyway.
1: yes. Yeah, so there was a song performed um, called the Kiri Elysian. I'm going to mess that up. Apparently, this song is in multiple languages. But today, the way it was sung, the language it was sung in was Welsh. Yes. Which is important because our king is very old.
0: He's 74. (laughs) He's He's 74. He's about ready to retire, kick back.
1: But he spent those 74 years... Um, As the Prince of Wales, or at least a good chunk of those seventy-four you spent a good years. Chunk
0: of the, those seventy-four years, yeah.
1: Um, and Welsh is a really strange language. It's a very difficult
0: language <laughs> it's a very to get your mouth around.
1: Difficult language. So they, I'm pretty sure those singers were Welsh singers, but they sang it really beautifully. Mm. Um, it was, according to our notes here, a mix of Gregorian chant and Welsh. Penillion. Penillion, I think that's singing. how you say it, but I don't speak Welsh. We don't speak Welsh. Um, yeah, so really, really beautiful, really beautiful song, and we enjoyed it. Then the next bit, not musical, but so interesting. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, we we have our next note in reference to the king's prayer. And we're not going through every little bit of the ceremony. We're just trying to really focus on the music. But this one was important to note mm-hmm. that um, there was a part where the king prayed publicly.
0: Out loud. You Out heard loud. him. He knelt in front of the altar and he prayed.
1: Yeah. And um, we noted this in the, in the um, order of service. I can't mm-hmm. think before we watched it um but i think it was even interesting watching it wa- watching him pray it yes um but i think we should just read it it's a very short prayer
0: can i just explain why it's important yes, first? yes, yes, yeah. yes. sorry just because i know like in the states and stuff you'll get politicians and they'll do yeah. prayers and stuff yeah. um here's the thing this is possibly the first time that a sovereign like a king or a queen has done this mm. that we know of um it's incredibly rare generally the the royals do not pray in public
1: and I think this is important too because I was trying to explain this to uh Cara's husband when we were watching it and I did a poor job of it and I'm probably gonna do a poor job of it now but the monarchy at least in Britain is supposed to be like a personal embodiment of the country like it is like the the king or the or the queen whoever's reigning is supposed to represent the con- the country um or the empire like in their mm-hmm. being yeah so there is literally a lifelong commitment to the to the country
0: you you can see this though with uh, the late queen elizabeth when you say england you immediately go elizabeth Mm. you just do the eventually uh, Charles because yeah. he's king now yeah but because she was queen for so long people kind of just saw England it should really have been the UK because mm. she's queen of the UK mm-hmm. but they saw England and the queen as kind of almost interchangeable yeah. they're they're very similar very closely tied
1: so to things. have them praying is you know because first of all the queen was very open about her faith. Every one of her Christmas addresses, she was very explicit about, you know, mm-hmm. the truth of God's word and like the hope that his word brings and stuff like that. There was a lot of kind of like very overt um, references to her faith, but she's not prayed in public mm-hmm. and that's kind of a big deal. <laughs>
0: it, it's a pers- it's kind of a personal thing yeah. to pray out loud, but also it's the the rulers are supposed to remain fairly unbiased Mm -hmm. so although yes they are supposed to be protestant um by tradition they're also supposed to be very fair they're not supposed to be particularly politically or or any other way biased and Mm -hmm. so the fact that he prayed is is very unusual
1: Mm -hmm. so we're going to read his prayer and then we're going to move on we promise we're going to talk mostly Mm -hmm. about music
0: (laughs) yes we are we're going to get some music yes (laughs) you want to read it no you read it (sighs) (laughs) Um, so this was the prayer that he prayed Uh, you'll find it in the
1: order of service service.
0: Mm -hmm. god of compassion and mercy whose son was sent not to be served but to serve give grace that i may find in thy service perfect freedom and in that freedom knowledge of thy truth grant that i may be a blessing to all thy children of every faith and belief together we may discover the ways of gentleness and be led into the paths of peace through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I did pull a face when he said, all thy children of every faith and belief. Yes. I was
1: like, oh no. Yes, that was the line. That was the one that got me. I was like, oh no. I think we both like went, Yeah, we looked at time. each other. Because, you know, we know that the, like God's people are of one faith. Yes, one Lord, one, one faith, faith one yes, baptism. exactly, exactly. So very interesting. I think that's him trying to sneak in some of his, mm-hmm. like, you got to be accepting of all faiths kind of thing. Next, him we're going to talk about, song we're going to talk about, is Gloria in a Steo. Also called
0: the Bird Anthem, B-Y-R-D, after the guy who wrote it. It was written, apparently. I'm getting all my information off Royals UK, I think. Um this was written in, ninth, uh, not 1952, 1592, during the reign of the OG Queen Elizabeth. That's Elizabeth I.
1: Mm-hmm. Then we had an Alleluia chorus. Now, I think this was sung twice. There was two, yeah. Yeah, this was sung twice. So it was sung once by the co- The words the were choir. slightly different, I think. Yeah. And then, so it was sung by the main choir, and then there was a bit more of the coronation, and then it was sung again. Um, and it was sung by the Ascension Choir. Now, look, we're just going to tell you what we assumed, but this was an all black choir and they were wearing all white. (laughs) I loved
0: the women's dresses. They were just gorgeous.
1: And they started to sway like they were about to really break it down, but they literally sang like a classical arrangement of this yeah. Alleluia Chorus.
0: I was a bit disappointed. I was disappointed too. I, I thought they were going to gonna break it, it down. Up. Yeah. And they
1: told, like, don't get me wrong. They sang beautifully. There's mm. no question. Their voices were like butter. But I just kind of was like, come on. You guys are, sw-. like, they were swaying. Like, they were about to start clapping and everything. Proper, like, they were yeah, looked like, they were going to start dancing or something. Yeah. And then it was just it a was classical getting arrangement. And I was like... <laughs> I kinda of uh, wanted them to gospel it up a bit. I wanted like, them uh, to I wanted them to gospel but it, it up. What it was beautiful. It was very do. beautiful. Yes. Um skipping along, we'll skip that one. The main event. The main oh. event. So um, Handel's Zadok the Priest um, has been a part of Coronations in England for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. And they played this, or they sung, performed this hymn. It's not a hymn song during the anointing of the king. Now, if you watch The Crown, <laughs> you know that this is a big deal. This is supposed to be like the most sacred part of the um, of the whole coronation, and mm-hmm. it's where they literally anoint the sovereign with oil. And I follow the royals on Instagram, and they, I was telling Cara during the whole thing that they, like, showed a picture of, like, a bunch of, like, priests in Jerusalem, like, around the— Like rabbi priests. Rabbi priests, yeah. yeah. Like, around, around the oil, like, hey, we just blessed this, and now it's on its way to Buckingham, Buckingham Palace or whatever. And it is a big deal. Um, in the crown, it's truth or not, uh, they kind of were like— it was this whole tension about broadcasting the anointing ceremony because they were like, this is too sacred. This is foul. This is like, this needs to be like private because it's a special moment between the sovereign and God, like them being anointed mm-hmm. by oil. So they actually cut the broadcast in the 1953 um coronation of queen elizabeth II, but this time what they did was they brought these privacy screens out and they literally surrounded like the little throne that the king yeah. was on and these, covered it
0: these guys in uniforms just came out with these screens and just yes. like stood around like, they
1: stood around and they covered it and, and they all like
0: had their heads bowed like they couldn't look yeah. through the
1: corner bit to see it happening it was so it was so slick and during this whole thing zadok the priest was playing by handle and if you've not heard this song. Oh my goodness. It is epic. It's
0: something. Yeah. It is an
1: epic epic song. So it was like during this like oh! moment you had these like angelic voices like singing this. So it was really, really cool like really well planned to put those two things together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, it was completely hidden. What did you think about that? Like how was that to watch for you?
0: I thought it was fair enough. <laughs> I was kind of like actually do you know what I was doing in my head I was going imagine if this was like the climax of a novel Mm -hmm. and this is the bit where the archbishop confronts the fake king and he's like I know I can't anoint you and he's like but you have to pretend like I'm king and then he doesn't anoint him (laughs) but he's like playing along I actually that's was going through my
1: head <laughs> yeah I think they actually use Zadok the priest for like kind of like betrayal scenes or whatever like in movies and it would stuff it be the perfect
0: betrayal scene it's yeah. like now the king is under my grip and yeah. I the
1: archbishop can rule oh. yeah I, th- I think that, uh, uh, that it's used in that way because
0: I'm mature and I'm totally thinking about what's actually going on <laughs> um, but in the order service they tell you what's happening so they have what the archbishop of Canterbury was actually saying so he anoints the head and he says something about anointing your head and he anoints the palms of mm-hmm. the king's hands mm-hmm. and he says something about that about me your rule even-handedly or whatever mm-hmm. it is and then he anoints his chest and i think that was a, a thing for elizabeth as well because mm-hmm. she was a woman and mm-hmm. they were like oh my goodness i'm gonna have to anoint your chest with oil mm-hmm. <laughs> um and that was a bit like <gasps> yeah but i've been doing it for hundreds of years in the uk so it's fine
1: no big deal. Um, so after they anointed him with oil, they removed the screens and they redressed him. Because by the way, he was wearing all his oh, yeah. kingly garb, and they like they dressed him down. Off. Yeah, so he was like
0: in a shirt and trousers, basically, which made him
1: look honestly. It was powerful because it just made him look humble, like a little old man. Yeah. yeah, who was and he just was sitting there with his long like undershirt and his trousers on and. He just looks so small, and I don't mean it like in a weak way, like in like you said, but in just a, human. Yeah, in a human way, and he. And then afterwards, they removed the screens, and then they redressed him, and I think it was in some different kind of bling goldy stuff was, that they put. That, it put was him like,
0: in. oh, we give thee this robe, it's the robe of righteousness. Rule yeah. righteously, yeah. and they do like that. Was if you washed it, and there was all this back and forth with like swords and orbs and scepters and yeah. bracelets and stirrups and all of that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> My yeah. husband was just like oh what is going on it's funny they gave him the orb and he's like is that a grenade <laughs> the
1: the royal grenade um yeah so during that whole kind of exchange of these different they very expensive
0: it. yeah they put ropes on him. And yeah things.
1: um yeah all of this stuff is like whew, i can't believe they got to handle it but they did there was a choir byzantine chant ensemble singing like a greek, greek. yeah a greek like chant in the background and it was really kind of like it kind of like was eerie is not the word i can't think of what the word is it was haunting it was haunting but in a beautiful way i don't think yeah. it was like a bad haunting like i'm there scared. was one song
0: later there was a bit like a bit ominous to be yeah. honest but um yeah the greek was really interesting and they had the greek and the english well actually for all the languages that they sang in, they sang in english greek latin welsh gaelic and irish gaelic and in all of them that and the English translation were in the program, mm-hmm. which was really nice because yeah. then you knew what they were doing.
1: That's super helpful. They were singing.
0: Yep. So then, of course, you get the big fanfare, like you're the king, <laughs> yay, yay. <laughs> um, and then that was followed by what's called Wilks. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Wilks?
1: Wilkes. Wilkes?
0: Anyway, uh, anthem based on Psalm 61, set to music by a guy called Thomas Wilkes.
1: It's your turn. You read. So I will read because Cara's been forced to read. Um, We're just going to read Psalm 61, the psalm that it's based off of. Hear my cry, O God. Listen to my prayer. From the end of earth I call to you. When my heart is faint, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. Let me dwell in your tent forever. Let me take refuge under the shelter of your wings, Selah. For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Prolong the life of the king. May his years endure to all generations. May he be enthroned forever before God. Appoint steadfast love and faithfulness to watch over him, so I will ever sing praises to your name as I perform my vows day after day.
0: Yeah, I think... I really like that there were so many psalms, but like you say, it's really interesting because this psalm, it doesn't begin with um, prolong the life of the king, may his years endure for all generations. It begins with hear my cry and listen to my prayer. Mm -hmm. And like there's that kind of like, I can't do this without you, Lord, that comes first before give the king all the blessings.
1: I mean, this is it. It's so much. Again, we could be cynical, say lip service. But in this day and age, in 2023, where it's so easy to abandon Mm. kind of the traditional uh, pillars of these coronations that were foundationally Christ-centered, they chose not to. Yes. And that is like, I think, yeah. Probably,
0: I don't think it'd be underestimating to say millions of people were watching that. Mm -hmm. And in the UK, for sure, a lot of those people will never have darkened the doors of a church. Yeah, And yet they're hearing this. And even um, the little sermon thing that Justin Welby, the Archbishop of Canterbury did, like it was, there was some degree of gospel in there mm-hmm. and it was kind of, yeah, like millions of people are watching this and they're yep. hearing these Psalms mm-hmm. and they're hearing this deference to God and mm-hmm. this,
1: yeah, anyway. I, I absolutely loved it. Um, so after this, they crowned the king. And then, honestly, they crowned Camilla, the queen consort, real fast. They just yeah, were like, oh, here. they just
0: threw the crown on. They are like, yeah. oh, you as well. Here you go. They were like, catch. There was no, there's no screens coming in <laughs> no, and anointing. No, none of and that's, that. And um, just for reference, that's because she's not, like, she ranks lower than, she does rank lower than him mm-hmm. because he's like, the heir and mm-hmm. she's just married to the heir mm-hmm. and that's why she doesn't get all the fanciness well she gets a lot of fanciness mm-hmm. but she doesn't get the um the costume change and the screens yeah. and the oil and stuff yeah. she just gets a crown and things which and she didn't by have to the way do.
1: it was blingy it was nice <laughs> it was a nice crown I think it's actually
0: a little bit better than charles's yeah, I, thought I thought his was, was a little bit over the top and then hers was like just the right kind of thing P.S.
1: like you guys kind of if you're we're not going to talk about it here because this is a music podcast even though we've barely talked about music but just kidding um look into this crown because it had like king charles's yeah, crown king charles's crown had thousands of diamonds on it, it had pearls on it thousands as well. not hundreds which thousands. is still a lot <laughs> thousands
0: thousands of diamonds it had some ruby that used to belong to edward the black prince of wales who yes. was white by the way i don't know why he was called the black prince but he was, he was and in then trouble. um it has like pearls and oh, yeah. diamond cut from the biggest diamond yeah. ever found yeah. like, oh, it's just put it this way you ain't never gonna earn that much in your no, life no no
1: no 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 no
0: i can't imagine trying to insure something like that
1: it probably you is couldn't. uninsurable
0: you'd be like i will pawn you a small country for this yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's it's not yeah you probably yeah. can't insure it so then after the queen consort was crowned, they did the, cor- they, the choir and the orchestra performed um, the coronation anthem written by Andrew Lloyd Webber.
0: Dun dun dun. Monet has in the notes the guy who brought you cats, but since <laughs> since the um, film adaptation of Cats was so terrible, um, I don't want you thinking of him that way. He's but, the guy who did Phantom of the Opera.
1: But yes, Phantom of the Opera, which was magnificent. But was cat like? Has Cats ever been enjoyable? Like even on the stage, like. Like, come at me. I've never seen it on the stage. The concept of this is pretty strange. Like It is bizarre. Very well, it's bizarre. it's based
0: on T.S. Eliot's Possum's, old, old Possum's Book of Cats, which is a series of poems about cats. It doesn't have a storyline. Mm-hmm. So he just put those poems to music and then was like, do you know what we should do? We should put everyone in really tight skin suits and put them on stage and have them sing these poems.
1: <laughs> As cats.
0: <laughs> We're not really selling Andrew Lloyd Webber here. I'm trying to think. No. Evita. Think Evita. Oh.
1: Yeah. Don't to be fair, me, this Argentina. Coronation Anthem was really beautiful. It was very beautiful. I was surprised because mm-hmm. I was like, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Again, Phantom of the Opera, classic. But I was skeptical, and my skepticism was squashed. And P.S., this was based off of Psalm 98, which mm-hmm. we're not going to read because we have read it a bunch of times on this show. But... If you're curious, pause the go video, pause the recording, yep. go look up and something if, like And if it. you
0: want Andrew Lloyd Webber, like it's tip-top, you want to watch either Phantom of the Opera or Evita.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and if you like royalty, go watch Evita, actually. Aww. Anyway, um, but yeah, I was the same as you. I was like, this is Andrew Lloyd Webber. Either <laughs> it's going to be like James Corden Cats, <laughs> or it's going to be peak satisfied. I thought it was going to be
1: cringe, but it wasn't. It was really beautiful. Uh, I was kind
0: of like, I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to go either way. Yeah. Could be either.
1: But it was good. Yeah. So then communion happened. And yes, they had a whole thing for communion. Um, the Archbishop of Canterbury like literally read out like the verses that you hear every Sunday when you take communion, which was also really wonderful. And then he took the cup himself and gave it to a bunch of other like Clergyman there give
0: it to the king queen no yeah he did okay well no
1: he passed the cup to the king and then the king drank it himself okay um and I think he passed it to Camilla I'm not sure tell us in the comments
0: we can go back and look it up I just wasn't sure I was so kind of like wowed by yeah. everything and like who are all these people I missed that bit
1: yeah it was it was a it was like again like a regular service it wasn't a quick communion like they took the time explained the bread and the wine and mm-hmm you know blessed each of the elements and mm-hmm. took it so
0: during that they sang
1: they sang Wrathed. something that car gonna say uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the offertory hymn <laughs> yeah. called um, "Angulatus fundamentum, fundamentum.
0: It's from the seventh or eighth century. So you can hear oh. this. We've got like everything from Andrew Lloyd Webber, who was commissioned to write this song for this coronation to this seventh and eighth century, like offertory hymn. I don't know how old the Greek one was.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but I imagine that's pretty new. old. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so there's a there's a lot of history being yeah. done. Anyway, do you want to read the words to that or would you like me to Yes,
1: read? this is the first verse of that hymn, which was for the whole congregation or the whole attenders to sing. They even had the music, the oh, notes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I, again, I thought like, I like man, that. there's some people sat in this car, which by the way, we looked at some of the folks in attendance and there were folks from all over some the world. Some of you guys weren't singing. Mm-hmm. There were people, and it made Car's husband very annoyed. He was like, why show up if you're not going to participate? <laughs> which but I was like, right. you know what? Like you're you're showing, right.
0: You're showing up to like a, at the first carnation mm-hmm.
1: in... Like 70 years, 70
0: years of and what was once one of the great world powers, whether yeah. it still is, who knows? But like, it's no small thing to be invited, yeah. And there were these people who were just standing there, either kind of half heartedly, like, yeah, in their, their their order of service, yeah. or they were just standing there, tight lipped, yeah. And it was like, guys, are
1: you joking? Yeah. Anyway, you know, who wasn't tight lipped and non participating was Kate Middleton. Oh, she was singing that. She was a joyful. Like, she had a pure ear-to-ear she smiles. She looked really happy She was today. happy. She was joyful to be there. Anyways, this is the first verse that everybody sang if they were participating. Um, Christ is made the sure foundation and the precious cornerstone, who the two walls underlying, bound in each, binds both in one. Holy scions help forever and her confidence alone.
0: I actually was reading through the lyrics while they were singing and mm. I was like, I've never heard this hymn, but I kind of want to sing it. I want to mm-hmm. sing it in church. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. I thought the tune wasn't the easiest, but that's easy
1: fix. Oh, yeah. You just pick a different tune. Like, But this is what I'm saying. You got all these heathens in the Westminster, Westminster Abbey. Saying Christ has made singing. the sure foundation. Exactly. And this is the thing. Yes, there was a lot of like God save the king, long live the king, whatever kind of stuff. But like... Again, that was almost like a secondary thing. It was almost like, oh, yeah, yeah, God save the king. All of the whole coronation was about God, like Christ. And that was kind of crazy to me, like thinking about like how encouraging it was to see that. Anyways, so they sang another song called Sanctus. Yeah, that
0: that was commissioned for
1: um,
0: the coronation.
1: I got to be honest, I don't remember it.
0: But I didn't remember either. Yes. but it was um, the girl who wrote it, Roxana Panufnik, is a British okay. composer. Hey. I think
1: I'm sure it was lovely, but I don't remember.
0: There was look, there was a lot of music. It was a two hour thing. Yeah, we were busy like obviously watching whether people were singing, commenting,
1: <laughs> commenting on. We were outfits. enjoying ourselves. Like we were having a whale well <laughs> of a time. Yeah. Um, and then Agnus Day, Ag- Agnes Day, Agnes Day, Agnes um, Day. Behold the Lamb. Come on. <laughs> I know, but I don't know if you say Agnus or Agnus. Most people or, say Agnes Day. No, not Agnes.
0: Agnes. No way. Agnes Day or Agnes. I never day. sang
1: Agnes. I would say Agnus. Well, Agnus is acceptable. Okay, I'm I'm correct. Cars incorrect. Um, which the li- the lines of this whole song was just, "O Lamb of God, that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us." And I think this version of Agnus Day was just those words: one, two, three, one, two, yeah. three. So, um, really powerful stuff. Again. I think that might have been sung by a solo artist. What was the song? Oh, is that he was the guy sung? That was like proper grinning. He was so happy. There was one of the guys who's just like. <gasps> one of the solo oh, performers. No, 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 no. That was. Um, Ooh. Okay. Um, Keep. Yeah. It was called. Ro- Together with Roderick Williams OBE, that's who who was singing it. Be strong and show thy worth. Keep the commandments of the Lord, thy God, and walk in His ways. I don't know. Is that the Confort? Confortare? Confortare, maybe. Yeah, that's what it was. He was a happy bunny. First of all, he sang beautifully again. No Mm -hmm. one there sang poorly. Like, don't even expect that. It's the king's coronation. No one missed a note. No one cracked a note. Everything was perfect. But he came and he was just like... Like, he filled the whole room with his smile. He was so happy to sing. And that was really nice to see. Um, Then we got some Henry Light. This was was the... um, other one that was for the whole congregation to yes. sing, which we sang at home in Praise our chairs. Praise my
0: soul, the King of Heaven. Praise my soul,
1: the King. Yep. And which that was really Which we should
0: lovely. do as, a, as a, you know, I've thought about this one several times as an episode we should do. Um, we should definitely do it now yes. that they've sung it at the coronation. Yes. It's the kick we need.
1: It was, and it was really nice too because I was telling my husband like in between the verses we were talking. And I was like... Because you know they sang it really slow, by They the way. did sing it slow. But I was like, this is so cool because this is just like congregational singing. You've had all this professional top-tier singing mm-hmm. the entire ceremony, and then you just have everyone just singing congregationally, praise my... Praise my soul, the king of heaven. And it was like, it was like we had church. Like, it was really yeah. nice just to hear just everyone singing. But
0: again, the words of that are so good. Yeah. And they're like, so they're where they praise my soul, the king of heaven, to to his feet thy tributes bring, ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven, evermore thy praise to sing. Praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him now, the king of kings. It's something yes. like that. Yeah. And you're like, all these people, they sang all five.
1: Yeah, they are four or five or six I verses. I think it was four, four verses. Four verses. But yeah, exactly. And but it's they're a,
0: hearing all this good theology. Like, they're singing it. Like and again, friends.
1: it's that tribute to the King of Kings. Yes. Not King Charles III. It's like he's, yeah, he's it's there. It's praise
0: my soul, the King of Heaven, not praise yes. my soul, the King of England. Exactly. And it's
1: like, hmm. I, I think it's just but, amazing stuff.
0: And I think it's really good because they ha- all had like paper... Mm -hmm. orders of service Mm -hmm. and i'm like those are things that you will keep yes so that you're like i was there they handed me this on the door and it's got like all these bible readings in it it's got the
1: gospel and song it's got so much Mm -hmm. it was really good um then there was a song called te deum te deum
0: te deum i don't Um,
1: know
0: latin it's latin
1: walton by william walton it was composed for the late Queen's Coronation. So this was 70 years ago. Yes. Um, and it was a long piece. It was actually like a full orchestral I got piece. several times in yes. it. Yes.
0: Because they had all the words, but then yes. they were like repeat lines, and then there were layering bits, and yeah. then I just got lost like quite a few times.
1: I mean, it was like a like it was a full orchestral that piece. That was the one I was like. At times, it was a little bit ominous. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. But I thought it was really lovely. It was gorgeous. Um, and the last line of that song is, "Why don't you read it, Cara? Oh Lord, in Thee I have trusted. Let me never be confounded.
0: I don't think we use it really anymore. But no, being confounded is like your plans being spoiled or yeah
1: shame and then it ended with we're just totally going over time today it ended bi
0: national anthem
1: bi national two countries it is now if you're an american and you've never heard the british national anthem
0: my husband was singing the wrong words to this
1: yes if you if you're an american and you've never heard the national anthem You will hear them start to play the British National Anthem. And you'll be like, wow, I know this song. And as you open your mouth, you will realize, no, you do not know this song. (laughs) But in the greatest troll between the U.S. and the U.K., the U.S. reworded the British National Anthem to be My Country Tis of Thee. So if you know that song, you know the tune to the British National Anthem, which the words are very different. Very
0: very different.
1: Um, namely, multiple times we say we sing God Save the King.
0: But to the credit of the U.S., you actually know the lyrics to your national anthem. I don't know anybody <laughs> in the U.K. who knows the lyrics. Or if they do, they don't know the second verse. They
1: don't know the second verse. I it one don't of those,
0: know the second verse. Is it
1: one of those ones that actually has like eight verses or something, but Probably people have shorted like it? 16
0: or something, yeah. but they just sing one or two.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not My Country Tis of Thee, but the lyrics are really simple. They're like, God, God save, save our wonderful king. king. God, God save, save our glorious king. king. God save the king. It's just and then like, it's like keep saving him.
0: Happy and glorious, overall victorious, something, 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 something.
1: God save the uh, king. God save the king. <laughs> it's very simple. It was like, hey, Bob. You got a national anthem for the king? Whoa! Hold on. Uh, God save the. <laughs> Just kind of like scribbled it down and so was like, like "That can sounds great."
0: That the meeting where they're writing that. God save the king. God save the king. I no, can't say that twice. Okay. God save the king. God save our glorious, 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 is glorious, king. glorious, yeah, glorious. King. That sounds good. Uh, yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I mean that was the whole thing, and I know that we went a bit long today. We obviously had a lot of ad lib, but. If you haven't watched the ceremony um go back and watch it it's everywhere on the I'm, on the internet
0: I'm actually really proud of us for not getting into any of the royal Tea spilling. There was a lot of royalty, but we like, will not get. No, making, no, no. We're not even going to get on it. All I'm going to say was I was making comments. Yes. Um, about who was who, and there yes. may have been some booing and some <laughs> other stuff going on about certain individuals. So no, no. If we, you're British, you'll be like,
1: "Yes, we were booing him too." We did focus. We tried to focus on the actual event and try to bring out some of the songs. Beautiful, like it's worth watching or rewatching just to hear um, in more detail or reading through. The Order of Service, if you... Or
0: tell you what was good was listening to it while reading oh, yeah. the thing as well.
1: Yeah. Pull up The Order of Service. It's at theroyals.co.uk, I think. Uh,
0: royals.uk. We will Royals. put a link UK. for we'll put a to link. it. So Don't listen to me. me.
1: Look at the link. Um, but yeah, we're going to stick around for our subscribers. You get to hear our bonus content. We're going to have a very interesting debate. Yeah. Just a reminder, YouTube seems to have a bit of a stranglehold on us at yes. the moment. Yes. So...
0: Um, if you haven't been getting notifications and you've been wondering if you're not seeing this right now, you need to sign up to our newsletter because not because we want to spam you because we don't um, no we really don't. We just send you the the links to the audio and to the video and to our bonus content every week and that's what you get in the newsletter. It's completely mm-hmm. free. Mm-hmm. You can unsubscribe at any point, but currently it just it really is the best way for us to bring episodes direct to you yes
1: most definitely and we want to make sure that if youtube throttles us all the way down to where you don't see our videos anymore we can still contact you you can still see our lovely faces and this king's face and (laughs) yeah here's the
0: thing if you don't want to hear from us make that decision yourself don't let YouTube make it for you yeah
1: Yeah. YouTube's not the boss of you sign up for our (laughs) newsletter and you be the boss of you that's that's how we're gonna phrase it for for today
0: yes stick around we do have a bonus in which we will be talking about should we as Christians swear allegiance to the king and I think
1: It's a very interesting question. It's an interesting conversation, but you got to stick around and you got to be a subscriber. So until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Bye. Bye.